Let's pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable to you, O Lord, our God, our Rock, and our Redeemer, and let the church say. may be seated. Joe's got his step in here. If I step up on that step, I feel like the Jolly Green Giant. So I think if I seem a little bit far back, it's, it's one of those things, you know. Thanks for allowing me to be with you this morning. It's Father Joe's on vacation, and um, it's always good to see you all. And Bishop Ron Jackson sends his blessings and greetings from the diocese. Christ in you, the hope of glory. There are three ways to look at these words. The heart of the message is Christ. The sweetness of the message is Christ in you. And the vision for the message is the hope of glory. When we dwell on Jesus, we can't help but be led to the cross. Every time we celebrate the liturgy, we recall the sacrifice he made for us and the redemption he won for us. Every title we give to Jesus, friend, Lord, brother, bridegroom, priest, prophet, or king, focuses on the self-giving love that he showed us on the cross. Christ in you is a wonderful promise of the gospel. Christ in you is Christ leading us, possessing us, reigning over us, and filling us. Paul speaks about this when he tells us to be transformed. The aim of Christ in us is to change the way we think and act. The more we tell Jesus, I give you the freedom to work in me, the more we will find his power and his grace at work in us, making us more like him. At some point, we all will face death. While for most of us this will be a difficult and sometimes even a scary transition, we must have faith. Jesus promised us glorified bodies and glorified friends living together in a glorified world. And that's what we have to look forward to. So in a real sense, we don't have to be afraid. At the Last Supper, he even prayed, I've given them the glory you gave me, John 17, 22. And this is why he came to us, to fill us with his grace and to transform us with his glory each and every day. So when you come to the liturgy, when you come to worship, focus your hearts On these seven words, Christ poured out his life for you on the cross, lives in you. He is in your heart offering to fill you with his love and transform you with his grace. And this Christ who is at work in you has one central goal for everything he's doing, brothers and sisters, to bring you into his heavenly glory. That's what he's working to do. Some thoughts on the other scriptures that we had proclaimed this morning. In the first reading, the Lord comes to Abraham with two angels and appears to him as three men. Abram goes out of his way to be hospitable to those strangers and is rewarded with the promise that Sarah, though barren, will bear a son. The book of Hebrews 13, 1-3 has this to say about being hospitable to one another. Let mutual love continue Do not neglect hospitality, for through it, some have unknowingly entertained angels. 
Be mindful of prisoners as if sharing their imprisonment and of the ill-treated as of yourselves, for you also are in the body. Why do you think the Lord places so much importance on being hospitable? How do you rate your own hospitality to others? What steps can you take to improve it this week? The responsorial psalm begins with these words, He does justice, will live in the presence of the Lord. The psalm goes on to describe the attributes of the person who shall never be disturbed. What are some of the attributes of a just and blameless person that are listed in the psalm? And how can you better incorporate some of those attributes into your own life? In the letter to the Colossians, the Apostle Paul speaks of the mystery hidden from the ages and from generations past. He goes on to say that the great mystery of God has been manifested to his holy ones to whom God chose to make known the riches of the glory of his mystery among the Gentiles. It is Christ in you, the hope of glory. What do these words from the second reading mean to you? What is your understanding of the mystery described by Paul? And what are some ways that you can focus your heart and mind on those seven words? Christ in you, the hope of glory prior to and during this liturgy, so that you can better prepare yourself to receive Christ in the Eucharist this morning. What do we believe about those words? In a very real way, we'll come to the table, and we will have Christ in us, the hope of glory, because he's going to feed us with his precious body and blood. And what does that do to us when we receive him in Holy Communion? Does it change us and make us more holy and make us more like him? And then lastly, in the gospel reading, we hear the familiar story of Martha and Mary. And Mary sat at Jesus' feet, listening to him while Martha anxiously waited on him and rushed around the house. What What about you? How do you describe the better part when it comes to your relationship with Jesus? Are you always choosing this better part? And if not, what steps can you take to choose it more often? And I, don't, I think Martha gets a bad rap in all this because sometimes the better part isn't sitting at Jesus' feet, listening to all this stuff. Sometimes it, the better part is doing stuff that Jesus wants us to do because we can get hyper-spiritual about all this and the work of the kingdom takes us rolling up our sleeves and getting dirty and getting in there. But what is it? What's the better portion? What's the better thing that Christ wants for you today? that you really need. So take a few moments to pray and thank the Lord for what he's done for you this day, what he's doing now in you through the power of the cross and in his resurrection, and ask him to fill you with a greater hope and trust in him. So take a few moments now to let the Lord speak to your heart. Lord Jesus, thank you for pouring out your life for us on the cross. Thank you for filling us with your love and transforming us by your grace. Help us put all of our hope and trust in you. Jesus, show us your glory and help us put all of our hope in you, in what we say and what we do. 
each and every day. And most especially, Lord, let us be people of hospitality in what we say and what we do. And all this we ask in your good and mighty name and let the church say,